The Gentleman's Review. Right, stick your black cats up your ass. Avoid all ladders. It's episode 13. Ooh. Well, it's not... Although it's not really. It's actually episode 14. Is it? Yeah, because we uh, didn't know we've extra podcast and stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah that Bits one of... where you lied. Yeah. 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 It was 18 and a half. It's all of them, okay. isn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so this is, uh, yeah, episode 13. Ooh. So uh, we're either going to die during this or be oh. lucky, depending on which connotation which the number 13 has set to be. Of bollocks you happen to believe in. Yeah, yeah. So, guys, it's another question. Um, New series of Doctor Who coming back in 2010. We're having some extras, special ones next year. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, Stephen Moffat, or Moffat even, is, <laughs> is listening into this uh, this podcast right now. And uh, he wants to know uh, really what we think should be in the next series. What sort of monsters should he be writing for? Well, I, I was thinking some sort of uh, plot line wherein we find out that the Burberry factory is in fact controlled by mind-controlling aliens Ooh. and that putting on Burberry caps is what makes you act like a horrible scratter. Fantastic. Do, do the kind of fibres dig into their brains? Yeah, wheedle this way and perfectly normal, decent, well-behaved people put the yeah. caps and stuff on and it wheedles into their brains and makes them act in a horrible <laughs> manner. Oh, I can and see that. brings about the downfall of society. My God. Is it kind of like a morphing gene? It's like before long they've got uh, shell suits on. Yeah, yeah. It sort of wear. withers their face slightly, okay. turns all their nice That's clothes, it, yeah. turns their sort of uh, hand-cut suit into a nasty nylon shell oh, suit. Oh no, God, that was horrible. Yeah, I, I, I'd have nightmares. If the chat magazine would be against that one, there'd be complaints. Yeah, well, it would be it would be a ground-shaking plotline. Certainly contentious, though. Mm. Uh, and Tom, uh, have you got a monster that you'd like to see in the next uh, full series? Well, I, I could only see one possibility. Following on from Mr. Moffat's uh, example. Uh, yeah. he's, he's given us so far in four series a, a sort of alien things that can inhabit inanimate objects yeah which basically means you can scare any kids at all yeah uh, <laughs> then then he gave us something that ticked and could kill you <laughs> so that no, no no kid in the country could actually turn the light off in a with, you know in a room with a clock going <laughs> he followed that up with just frightening the hell out of anyone under the age of 12 by mm. any statue that they might happen to see anywhere yeah <laughs> and then finally we've got Shadows. <laughs> Shadows that will just strip all the flesh off you. <laughs> so the only thing I think you can possibly go to now is some sort of alien or other creature yeah. that simply lives behind sofas and rips the face off toddlers <laughs> whenever they go there. I'd like to see that. Yeah. I don't I, see where else he can go with it. I, I'm just trying to imagine that now. I just think mm. kind of the little kiddie sat there, uh, sitting there, mum goes out of the room, she's she, little kiddie's watching the regrets or something, and it's... <laughs> And mum comes back to this bloody squelchy mess in the middle of a carpet. Yeah, they should definitely use that one. Yeah, I think so. Uh, my my uh, monster de préférence. Yes, yeah, I can speak fluent Swahili. Um, Mon- would be monstre. you are you are a cunning linguist. Yes, monstre de préférence. <laughs> <laughs> or something. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. If I wasn't ignorant and uneducated, yeah. I'd know that. <laughs> but um, my my monster would be the samovars. And what they would do, to take over your world, they would get all the leaders together and make them a really nice cup of tea. Ah. Uh, some some nice scones, <clears throat> uh, with some clotted cream on and jam. And before they know it, look out the window, <laughs> whole world taken over by monsters. Mm. 
Uh, I thought when you first said that, I thought you were going to go for they made every cup of tea you make be really bad and thus society fell apart because it is only tea that keeps us all together. There's no need to go that far, I don't yeah, think. That's, <laughs> that's a bit extreme, isn't yeah. it? I'm, happy I'm sorry, I'll take that back. I'm happy <laughs> with toddlers having their faces ripped off, but yeah. frankly, yeah, sorry, I, I crossed the line there, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, that's it. I'll be beating you with a stick later yeah. on. <laughs> only so far you can go. Yeah, she'll be going into the gentleman's review room of correction now. <laughs> but I tell you what, I, I need to apologise to um, most of the listening public. Those of you who, who uh, aren't comedians or anything like that, uh, who have been subjected to this one horror for the last, well, last couple of weeks. And that is that every comedian in the country came up at the same time with the joke, large, hard-on collider. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yes. Everybody very, did very it. Very funny. I was I was on Facebook and all, all comedian friends there. Every single one of them, on one day or another, came up with a large hard on collider joke. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm sorry about that. I do apologise. It's uh, so you, are you apologising on behalf of all comedians everywhere? I am, and I did it myself. Although granted, only in text messages to you and Tom. Oh, that's excusable. That's all right then. I thought about it briefly and then thought, no, every other lame fucker will be doing that. <laughs> I'll think of something more original. Yeah. When you say lame fuckers, you mean like at the Beijing Olympics? <laughs> hey. I don't think that's an event, is it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, although I did hear you know, the thing in the paper fucking. saying what a, you know how saucy it all is in the Olympic Village when the Olympics is on. So maybe mm, it's just as much dong. in the uh, Paralympics. Well, I'm, I'm moving down. Well, the they, they all at yeah. it like knives. Well, so you're, so you're some report I read said anyway, yeah. Well, the one was all calipers on our. Yeah, yeah. Tell you, yeah. it's all go. Other than other than puerile jokes, though, the the large hadron experiment thing was was quite a nice story. Yes, mm. which just about sort of fits into this last two weeks slot, doesn't it? Um, yeah, I think so. Yes, yeah, so I, I kept tabs on it through Metro, which is my paper paper de choice. Oh, well, um, I'm, I'm sure you'll have a. A fact-filled, complete, and unbiased uh, account of the whole thing there. Then. From, from your paper, do you... No, I don't. Yeah. Being fair, and unbiased, it's pretty much what you get from Metro. Well, yeah, I suppose it doesn't actually have its own agenda. Yeah, well, it's because well. they employ people that can't formulate opinions. Yeah. Either that or objective journalists. Yeah, one of the two. Yeah. <laughs> I've never really seen a, a, an article in there I could object to. Um, I don't, they, they used to be quite poo for... Things like film reviews and TV mm. reviews, but they've, they've got far more scathing these days. Mm. I think they've got someone in with some nuts, and you know, <laughs> he's not prepared to say what he what he thinks. That's it. Well, I said the last series of Doctor Who. I think there was there was an episode that everybody loved, and they they actually said they liked it as well. Well, well. which is unusual because usually what they would do is simply gainsay what the uh, public uh, vote was. Mm. If you had such a thing. <laughs> I thought that was just the cunt AA Gill that did that. Yeah, well, <laughs> the guy in the Metro used to do it as well. AA Gill. Oh, this is popular. It must be shit. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm I'm the same way. I mean, if if um, anything that seems to be popular or has the, a kind of cult following, hmm. I will generally turn against. I mean, it was like hmm. like like uh, Tolkien books for all those years. I was fed up of people telling me all the time, Tolkien's fucking brilliant. It's the best thing ever. It's fucking brilliant. I read him every day. I read, I read Tolkien at least once once a year. It's best thing ever. I wank onto his pages. It, the, the language fills me with joy. It, it and I'm, about the end of that, I'm just kind of fucking never ever reading Tolkien. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whereas I know the people. I, I'm, I quite happily sit there and read the Harry Potter books, which um, mm. a lot of people, for the same reason, won't read either. So I mean, yeah. it's, it's it's all you know, swings and roundabouts. Wise words, mate. People do have very strange ideas sometimes. Mm. I can't remember if it was one of you two or it was a friend of someone else who'd never watched any of the original three Star Wars films. This was before any of the sequels oh. came along. 
and, and just would not do it. Just absolutely plain refused, even though everyone was saying, look, they're just actually really quite entertaining films. Yeah. It, yeah. Almost to the point of pride. He'd got so far, you know, so far through his life not watching it, mm. refused to even it's contemplate just, it. Very odd. It's kind of lunacy, isn't it, really? Yeah. And our, we've got a friend who, who does likewise with the Bond films, haven't we? Who's... Oh yeah, she's so never seen any of the Bond films. She's never seen That's a single this, yeah. James Bond film. Very odd. That's very odd. And and, and therefore now will not because you know it would spoil. Yeah. <laughs> obviously, thirty odd years worth of not watching quite good films. So actually, t- touching briefly on James Bond films. Yeah. I know this picture I've got in front of me of the the Large Hadron Collider hmm. test site. It does look like a sort of villain's lair. Mm. It's cool. just this huge thing being craned down into place. But it did strike me, considering we've heard virtually nothing on the mainstream news for a week. Yeah. It was always going to be one of those stories where if the best possible thing happened for the scientists, i.e. all went smooth, smoothly, yeah. that would be it. It would be incredibly dull for anybody else. Yeah. Because the whole build-up was just about what would happen if yeah. it all went tits up. M- machine turned on. Worked. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> everyone much was talking about, are we going to have black holes or is they, are they going to do something? That, well, especially that, considering so, they've not actually done the experiments with him yet. With it yet, that was unlikely to have happened this time round anyway. So mm, They've just sort of done a few sort of minor tests, haven't they? Mm. But this chap, um, uh, Otto Rossler, German scientist, German chemist, actually. So what, yeah. what a fucking chemist doing commenting on something <laughs> that's mainly physics? Yeah. Oh, know, it's anything with science in, they'll just get anybody who's got a, a degree in some sort of science. Science. Yeah. Yeah, but no, this, this is the point. Yeah. People were saying, you know, you might create this, you might create that, and it was all based on theoretical yeah. physics yeah. and things that could happen. Because basically, you know, they're creating conditions that we don't actually know about. Well, yeah. This chap is incredibly specific. <laughs> he says nothing will happen for at least four years. Right. Okay. <laughs> then someone will spot a light ray coming out of the Indian Ocean. Okay. <laughs> what? How does he think he knows that? What, what does he think is going to happen? Case. I want to find out his reasoning. Yeah. Yeah. Because he must have gone into this quite deeply. (laughs) We've got pages and pages of notes with how he worked out four years on it. (laughs) Why the Indian (laughs) Ocean? Drawings with little pictures of angels on. (laughs) I've never actually tried to do the the orientation because I'm assuming it must be quite level. It must be horizontal, this circle that they've got. You'd have thought. Get it on a map afterwards and see where it is in relation to the Indian Ocean. And what, you know, if you can even try and figure out what... I can't imagine it's... Yeah, it's... Perhaps something's beaming down at the Earth's core and reflecting back out at a right angle. Um, Well, God knows. He he goes on to say, uh, the weather will change completely, wiping out life. There there will be a biblical Armageddon. A biblical Armageddon? I hate to be pedantic, but is there any other kind of Armageddon (laughs) Um, other than a biblical one? You You could have watched Armageddon, I suppose. Yeah, that would be a bobbicle. <laughs> if I can invent invent a slightly derogatory phrase. Yeah. Was that was that the film with um, what's his name in it? Hugh Bruce Willis. Hugh Bruce Willis. One, yeah. They should have said it in the West Country. When my trousers why fell off in uh, the Armageddon. Armageddon. <laughs> Armageddon. Ah, dearie me. Well, I was just going to say I, I was reading on the always excellent BBC Have Your Say page on the news. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fantastic, because it makes me feel better about myself, because everyone likes having their opinions backed up, and uh, any any discussion at all on Have Your Say backs up my underlying opinion that everyone else in the world is a complete fucking idiot. Well, <laughs> yes. Um, but there was, you know, there was, there was one woman writing in saying how disgraceful it was, because her children were terrified and they were crying and stuff. And, I'm sorry, uh, but... Stuff, that was a, a very ugly way of putting it. Uh, yeah, because her, her children were in floods of tears because yeah. they were terrified the world was going to end. 
And I, I think, really, they should have written a reply saying, you are entirely right. The best thing you can do is to smother yourself and your children with a pillow, mm. and then at least it will be over quickly rather than the slow end a nice uh, that pillow. will happen yeah. when the machine gets switched on. And then, you know, frankly, anyone who's stupid enough to believe that, we're probably best shot off anyway. So it's I think, to be fair... Clear out some of the dead wood. Smother yourself and your children, but yourself first. Yeah, yeah. all right, yeah. At least give the kids then a chance. Yeah. I think that would be good. I think what would be good as well is um, if we could just deport these people to Switzerland. Mm-hmm. Yes, make them live on top of it. <laughs> That's it. And their tears would fertilise the ground. <laughs> Try bringing up kids back in the 70s and 80s when we thought the entire world was going to be blitzed. Yeah, this is it. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember staying yeah. awake at night shit scared that there was going to be a nuclear <laughs> yeah, growing up early <laughs> 80s when, when you genuinely did believe there was a chance it would all kick oh, off yeah. and you'd get blown up. Because people in the playground were saying... Yeah, one one nuclear missile exploding would actually destroy a third of the planet. That's it. Mm. I, I mean, it takes I, three of them, and we're all fucked. That's it. I remember talking in in playgrounds, saying things like, uh, "What would you do?" Um, we all and this is the weird thing. This, this is kids, eight eight to nine year yeah. old, and we all said we just stay still and let ourselves be killed <laughs> because, frankly, it was better than the horrible aftermath. Mm. Which this is little kids talking about. You, this know, is, you know, we just got on with it then. Didn't yeah, we? yeah, we did. We just thought if if there was a nuclear bomb, we'd just run towards it and it's going because, <laughs> <laughs> frankly. It's going to be nicer than living in a caravan f- with bits of you dropping off. <laughs> is it obligatory to live in a caravan? It is. Uh, after a nuclear holocaust. Cockroach, cockroaches and caravans are the only things that survive a nuclear <laughs> <Yeah>. blast. see <laughs> <laughs> sort of view from space and just sort of zooming down. All the houses flattened and just occasionally a caravan park still intact. <laughs> with little picket fences and... Uh, yeah, full of cockroaches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Giggling, giggling to themselves behind oh, with, the door. With the little sun hats on. <laughs> In their on their caravan <laughs> holidays. Oh dear. Uh, just, just to sort of wind, wind this up, actually, hmm. um, if we if we had an alternative to Twitter the week, which was sort of top guy of the week, this guy would get it. Professor Brian Cox. He sort of winds up this article about all these doomsayers and, yeah. and miseries and idiots. Hmm. Um, but he says, he says others seem unfazed about the possible end of life on Earth. Professor Brian Cox, who works on the project, said, "Anyone who thinks the Large Hadron Collider will destroy the world is a twat." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, he's, he's good. I've listened to some of their podcasts that he does, and he's very good. I'd like to buy that man a drink. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> we, like, we like Brian. Yeah. <laughs> of course, uh, this week has been uh, what I call a yo-yo week. At the beginning of the week, it was all, oh my God, the markets are dead. The Halifax Building Society, or HBOS, has been bought up by another bank. Uh, and by the end of it, there are bankers running around with their cocks out going, woohoo! Mm. Um, just because the uh, Americans are going to buy police this debt <laughs> yeah I was looking in the in the paper earlier which is not unusual because this is a, uh, a, a kind of, it's supposed to be a news podcast but more often than not it's not yeah um, apparently paedophiles are now to face a new lie detector test Ooh. now what question would you ask um, are you a paedophile a pedo. yeah. yeah and if they <laughs> say no and they get through it what do they do do they get just put into a school but probably yeah yeah rapists paedophiles and other sex offenders oh well rapists are you a rapist no I'm not a rapist I've never no, no, no. I've never done rape yeah <laughs> uh, nothing like that. Oh, it's to try and find if they're planning a fresh attack. They yeah. surely just go around their house and look to see if they've got boards full of uh, maps. Uh, <laughs> yeah. a, a dossier. Little photographs of like, toddlers stuck to their wall. <laughs> That's they, it. They've drawn targets on. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Or the rapists. They, they've got sort of vagina sizes pinned to a board yeah. next to women's faces. Like a big arrow pointing <laughs> and saying, put knob here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't spunk on this bit, <laughs> or they will just scrape it off and find you. <clears throat> um, 
Apparently, experts said that a 90 minute test would help catch devious offenders. Oh. Devious rapists. Mm. Imagine a devious rapist or paedophile. God, it's a terrifying thought. Is that so? It won't catch the really stupid and obvious ones. They'll just get away with it. Yeah, it's just the devious, devious ones. ones that's catch. it. Right. So that uh, your average paedophile can walk down the street with his knob <clears> in a child. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the police will go, "Is <laughs> all right? He's not devious." Yeah. We know what he's doing. That's it. It's it's fine if it's all above board and out in the open. They can keep track of it then. That's it. I think that's a great thing. Yeah. Oh, lovely. (laughs) But yeah, the credit crunch. I didn't want to dwell on it too much. Um, I was trying to think up a a kind of guide for our listeners to get them through it. Mm Mm-hmm. I decided just to throw that out. But what I'm just going to do is just go round us and if we can just try and think of um, perhaps, you know, uh, a tip. A bit like, a bit like they're doing Viz, so we are actually ripping something off. A little tip, um, just to sort of get people through the credit crunch. Um, I can start off with what I was thinking of last night. I was just thinking that if you fill a duvet cover with shredded final demands, <laughs> hey presto, a new duvet for free. Ah, Good that's, that's yeah. a very cunning idea, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I like that. It's nice. Uh, Andy, have you got anything? Um, well, I thought possibly as, a, as an alternative to expensive Saturday nights out, you can invite your friends around to your house and burn things in a bin while telling each other ghost stories. Ooh. Wow, that's good. <laughs> My God. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah, I'd like that. Yeah. Um, if I might do it tonight. Yeah, that's us. <laughs> we can give it a go. <laughs> I've got a bin somewhere. <laughs> Tom, have you got anything? Oh, I thought if, if you know, the financial crisis is getting you down, uh, put a thrill back into your life by taking up gambling. Oh, that's good. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that is a very good one. And I noticed that that is uh, something that's happened quite a lot recently. Is that? Uh, yeah. Are people punting more then? I think so, yeah, because they're all desperate to just win back all the money that they lost on yeah. the stocks. And, um, I was think, also thinking that if you want to make yourself feel richer, mm. you could just write Blu-ray and all your DVDs in felt-tip pen. Ah. Oh, well, I was similarly thinking, if you want to make yourself feel comparatively even richer yeah. than that... Write Blu-ray on all your old videos in Felt-Tip. Wow, pen. that's even better. It's even more of a step up, then. It is, yeah. That's the <laughs> you've, you've, that's a quantum leap in poshness. Yeah. <laughs> take, take the sting out of it by drinking a can of special brew for breakfast every day. Oh, oh that sets you up nice. for the day. It's like, it's like a sort of grown-up ready brick, isn't it? It gives you yeah. that glow. A little sharpener at the beginning of yeah. the day. <laughs> Happiness in a can. And not as I suggested last week, the sharpener before you go to bed, which should be completely pointless. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, time for Betty Bites. I'll just uh, shut myself up so I, I get to sleep really accurately and precisely. Uh, well, I was thinking that if you tell all your, all your creditors that you're actually dead, mm. uh, then just move to Wales. Ah, that, you'd get away with that, wouldn't you? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Why Wales? Because nobody would find you there in the mm. bleak, bleak backwaters yeah. of Wales. I was thinking you could save money by, instead of buying a big telly, just sit really close up to the one you've got. Wow, that's yeah. that's a good idea. I might do that. But I've got already got a really big telly. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, well, you could get an even bigger one I, by actually, sitting really actually, close to it. Actually, Preferably sitting so it fills up your entire field of vision. Yeah, actually, if you've got a really big telly already, sit really close to it and pretend you're at the pictures. Yeah. <laughs> On your case, the IMAX. Yeah, you'd, ideally then you'd have to invite someone around to sit behind you, kicking you in the back and talking <laughs> occasionally. Oh, I'm sure I can find somebody to kick my back doors in. Hey. <laughs> hey. And speaking of which, I think you should just wank until you saw, thus distracting yourself from all the terrible misery. Ah, uh, thing <laughs> is, I mean, it, I, th- I think probably all three of us do that all the time anyway. So it's not going to be much extra benefit in the uh, current yeah. straightened times, is it? I certainly did that on Thursday because I took a day off work. <laughs> <laughs> well, in in, in, the, in the predictable way of the gentleman review, I'm going to say uh, we're doing that right now. 
Mm. <laughs> I hadn't noticed. Yeah, I, if, we, if we ever stop talking suspiciously, that is why. I did, I did think of uh, you know obviously with uh, the increase in fuel costs, it's difficult to keep uh, keep your house heated. Yeah. So you could keep yourself warm by vigorously beating any comedian who thinks it's original or witty to point out that Credit Crunch sounds a bit like a breakfast cereal. Oh, I, I can see that being a rather good thing. Yeah. 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 Which everyone seems to have done. Oh, to be fair, they did it very well on the Now Show. Hmm. But they did it in song. Yeah. No. It was was about the fifth, sixth time I'd heard that gag by the time they did it. So it had already lost its impact. Any more on you, Tom? Um, I've got live on things not affected by inflation, like water, air, roadkill, and sweets nicked off babies. That's a good (laughs) idea. (laughs) Yes. I I think you should just tickle girls to keep warm. Oh, that's another good one for beating the fuel prices. Yeah. Yeah. How would that work? Well, you, you go and tickle a random girl and she beats you. Ah. And, and the, and the you warm yourself up by running away when yeah. a boyfriend stroke husband stroke father that's is it. coming to give you a kicking. That's it. And then, uh, or you could just continue uh, so it actually starts off in rape, but then the government will step in and give you a lie detector test, which is also quite stressful, so it'll keep you warm. Yeah. You'll say, no, I'm not going to rape anything. Oh, uh, yeah. You'd have to be not devious, though, to get away with oh, it. Oh, that's true. Damn. If you're devious, you'll yeah, get caught. Yeah, that's it. Because yeah. oh, I was just thinking, when Bayliss come round to take away your house, mm. distract them with a colourful light show made from toffee wrappers and electricity. Ah, oh, that would be good. <laughs> and if they come round after dark, you could add to the show by snapping extra strong mints because they oh, make a tiny yeah. little spark when you break they them. They do. Yeah. And have you ever seen those uh, envelopes that if you open the dark? Oh, the self-seal. Yeah, uh, the, yeah. Yeah, the sticky self-sealy ones. You yeah. get a blue flash. As yeah, you that's dead good. Which I discovered uh, accidentally when I was in a darkened room. Ah. <laughs> so yeah, you could have them all lined up in front of you when they come round and sort of roll it out. Good look at these final demands. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> ah. <laughs> And then when you finish, just say thank you, watch yourselves on the way out. And they'll just file off without thinking about it and go, oh, that was really good. And they'll be all the way back to the office before they suddenly go, oh, no, we were supposed to take his telly. (laughs) And him. (laughs) Um, What about uh, take away the misery of your house price plummeting by killing yourself, you sad money-obsessed Tosswit? Yeah. (laughs) Yes. I I think that's a good one. Hmm. Yeah, uh, or you could uh, when you when you finally lost your job and your house, you could make your visits to sign on more interesting by affecting a limp and a German accent. Ah, they they love that in double offices. They a bit do. of humour like that. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah, they. I always found when I was signing on that um, people who work in double offices helping you sign on have got the best sense of humour of any group of people in the whole world. Yes, yeah, so have I. I mean, they you go in there. Yeah, it's great. You, you can you can actually say anything funny at all to them, and they will you know they keep it all in the inside. Yeah, but you know, and you know, as soon as they leave work that night, they're just going to be laughing and laughing yeah. and laughing. I bet they spend their whole evenings unable to do anything but sit at home laughing at all That's the shapes it. they've heard during the oh, day. Oh God, I tell you, <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> so, thinking instead of uh, instead of going away on an expensive holiday, huh? you could simulate it by folding your toilet paper in your bathroom into a point. And cleaning your bedroom every day. Wow, that's a good idea. Yeah, it'd be just like going to a hotel. Hey, something <laughs> a bit far. Uh, old, uh, old shipping containers make good houses. Uh, oh, just yeah. don't forget to wash out the smell of dead Orientals first. Oh, so it's a good thing. It's important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, so, have we got any more tips, or is, is that our? Is that our? I think that's our tips. Are we all tipped out? I think that. Well, I we'll think have, I am. I think we'll pr- produce some more tips, perhaps, for, perhaps for the next one. Yeah. Uh, because I, I quite like giving people the tip. It's nice to be useful. It is. In society. 
<laughs> I'm hoping we'll all get MBEs this year for that. Yeah. Better services to... Services to stuff. credit crunching. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're making the people of the country happy. Yes. And, you know, they're listening <laughs> to this podcast. Granted, not on an iPod. Uh, they've actually had to <clears> get <throat> the wax cylinder version that we're putting yeah. out. Uh, Either that or they're listening to it on a free computer in a library. Yes. <laughs> or through... A cat's whisker, and would there be anything sadder than that? <laughs> or a troop of North American Indians reciting it into That's people's ear in the oral tradition of their folk? That'd be good. <laughs> or th- through a sort of cat's whisker on a crystal set. Yeah. Mm. That's accidentally picking up the output of a computer speaker <laughs> down the road. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, cat's whisker. It could be like picking up someone's Wi-Fi signal. <laughs> Occasionally gets bits of us and boobies. and boobies. Boobies. <laughs> I'd like to see that. I'd like to hear that. In fact, I'm going to build one immediately. Mm. Well, if you go onto YouTube, actually, there's uh, uh, an entire raft raft, raft uh, of uh, mm. videos of how to build a crystal set. Ah. They call them um, field sets, though, something that, because they're made by um, people in the war. Ah, uh, in fields. Yeah, out of farmers. The, yes. So, out so of, farmers could out listen of, to the news the when they were plowing fields. Bombed. Yeah, because yeah. instead of a crystal, they use uh, a rusty razor blade. Which I'm, I'm assuming that the crystalling of the rust help does something, but yeah, well, it was wow. a rusty raid blade just in the pits. It has to, it has to be a rusty one. To yeah, work. that's it. Has to be a rusted, and they're, they're using a cat's whisker, not an actual cat's whisker. Yeah, yeah. Don't do it. And that's all you're going to hear. Yeah. No, yeah, an actual whisker of a cat, uh, and just oh. that, and then you can just pick up AM radio transmissions. Yeah. Until they. So I was going to say you better off. do it quick, really, because <laughs> they're not going to be doing them that much longer. Are they? <laughs> I wonder if they will do actually. I don't know. Because I mean, it's no, it can't cost. It, it, those transmitters are like made out of cockroaches. I mean, they'll just survive anything. Yeah, and baked uh, bean tins. That's, I've seen one, and they are just kind of really old, and just they will just keep pumping out AM signals until the cows come home to the field where they build the radios. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And then they cook under their mast. And we all have a big jerky barbecue. Mm. Mm. When jerky. I say jerky barbecue, I mean beef jerky, not we're all wanking. Oh, I, thought, I thought it was just a really good barbecue. <laughs> You're going to get there and think, oh, look at all that meat. <laughs> oh. Yeah, finished now. <laughs> so what else has been in the news in the past fortnight? Yeah, no Edmonds. He made a statement uh, a few weeks ago that uh, they should close the borders. Really? And not let anybody else into the country. Yeah, he's a cock, though. Yes. In very, fairness, very given, good, uh, given how big his estate must be, think how many decent, hard-working families from other countries we could fit in by deporting him. Yes. I think we should do that. Does he Does he want to close WH Smith's and <laughs> <laughs> any, any other bookshops as well as borders? Mm. Right? <laughs> <sighs> but, I mean, I mean we could, you could get about, about probably a thousand thousand refugees into his crinkly bottom yep and i think they would be far more beneficial to the country and That's society it. as a whole than he is although when i when i um uh, i don't actually talked to um your immigrants mm-hmm. i was talking to one actually working uh, as a cleaner who was uh-huh. actually a qualified doctor blimey but couldn't work in this country because the, the, her standard english wasn't up to scratch right which I thought, for God's sake, I mean, the human body is the same all over the world. Surely you can just point at it and go, that bit's broken. <laughs> the thing is, though, if they operated on a, on a one-in-one-out basis, yeah. I'm, I'm sure she'd not spend too much time finding someone who'd been born in this country who spoke worse English than she did. <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember a few years ago, um, I had to go pop into hospital 
and I got this uh, this Dutch doctor, a female Dutch doctor. Yeah. Who, who, and it's quite nice because <clears throat> she'd not quite got the the British mentality that if you if you're stood in a cubicle with your trousers around your ankles with somebody feeling you, you 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 laugh out of embarrassment. <laughs> yeah. I think that's po- I don't know whether that's a particular British thing to do, but <clears throat> I went. <laughs> Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! Yeah. Yeah. And she goes, "What's what's so funny?" I went, "Nothing." Why are you laughing at me? Is it because I'm a woman? I went, "No, I'm not actually laughing at you. I'm just laughing because I'm embarrassed. That's that's mm. what I do." Yeah, <laughs> so I laugh. Yeah, that does uh, does like you say to to an English native born English person, it does seem like a bizarre question to ask. <laughs> oh, you're you're standing there with your trousers around your ankles while I'm prodding you. Why are you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I found uh, a press release this week from the uh, uh, I think it was the RSPCA actually. Mm. Uh, no, it wasn't. It was, it was a generic animal charity. Uh, right. And it was things that they'd been uh, given <laughs> in, in sort of way, way of charitable donations, yep. but that were just rather strange. Which included uh, samurai swords, a dead rat, <laughs> uh, machine gun bullets, and. A collection of homemade nude videos. <laughs> <laughs> I like the sign of that. <laughs> that would be great if you went into a charity shop and there was a curtained-off adults-only section <laughs> at the back <laughs> for all the homemade porn they'd been given. Some <laughs> man wanking looking at it. Yeah, this one's all right. If, if it was yeah. Oxfam, they'd have them all alphabetically listed on the shelves <laughs> as well. Yeah. And frankly, if it was particularly good hardcore stuff, that doesn't depreciate in value. No, because that that kind of that kind of shenanigans is the same whenever it's done. Surely that's it. I mean, and in certainly, if the American markets would have had that as a commodity, mm. it would have kept them kept the credit <clears throat> crunching nuts off. Yeah. Um, just just buy porn, just buy hardcore porn. Invest in porn. Uh, yeah. Porn. I've, I've invested quite a lot of time in porn mm. over the years. Yeah, yeah I've, not, I've never really, I've not spent much money on it. Let's yeah. confess. The internet is wonderful. Fact, yeah. In fact, the only money I've really spent on it was for you guys for Christmas. Yeah. Ah. Oh, top DVDs. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah. <laughs> I've never actually bought any for myself. Um, because it's on the internet. <laughs> and I can just torrent whatever I want. <clears throat> Sorry, you're looking at me now because I've got this... Yeah, you're holding up a bit of paper snippet. like you're going to tell us something good. No, I was just trying to it's remember like, why like I... Chamberlain. Yeah. I was trying to figure out why I'd torn it out of the paper, but it's, it's a <laughs> Metro Letters Purge. Ah, yeah. It's, it's one of those... Um, classic letters you get every now and again. It could always be from the same person. Yeah, I don't know. But starts off making a very good point. Mm. Yeah, does a couple of paragraphs of reasonably sensible speaking, and just yeah. the final paragraph goes into complete rant because <laughs> he's talking about people upset about the you know the, the collapse of this uh, Excel Leisure and other yeah. uh, 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 industry type things yeah who are stranded on holiday blah 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 yeah it then goes on to saying we can't accept that this this family appeared on the news complaining and they're taking their children with them this is obviously Mm. in term time yeah yeah uh saying why their children not at school for goodness sake so perfectly good first paragraph reasonable second then goes into i hope those parents shown on tv are hauled over the coals and sent to prison for deliberate truancy Just sort of loses you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Final paragraph. Well, I, mean, I remember as a kid going on holiday in term time. It was like a week, perhaps, going into yeah. it because it was the only time that my dad could get time of work. And a letter was sent to the school, and permission was sought, and and they said yes. So 
you know, providing you're doing that, I can't see that. Being yeah, but back then we lived in a decent society where you could mm. get away with that kind of thing. Plus, like you say, you sent a letter asking, whereas these days, you know, obviously yeah. with kids how they are, they need to be kept in school yeah. all the time. And plus, if they went away, their parents would probably not write a letter at all, or if they did make some kind of demand and say, it's their right to take them away. Well, yeah, probably uh, what they would do... Then and it's for that reason that they shouldn't be allowed to. Yeah, the parents would probably put a letter in a burger and push it through the railings of the school. Yeah. Uh, if, if you want my biased knee-jerk reaction to this, <laughs> it's the ones that are taking them out Continue. during term time. Yeah. And not the working-class ones who mm. wouldn't be allowed to take their kids yeah. out for a week, but the nice middle-class ones yeah. who are allowed to, who are only going on holidays out of term time because the holidays are cheaper than their penny-pinching middle-class cunt. What? <laughs> 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 I don't know, I just wondered how to yeah. pick finish that. So <laughs> just the irony of a Yorkshireman calling someone else penny-pinching. But yeah, I was, I was sat, sat on, the, on the step when he got here, smoking my pipe. Um, and I, I was sat out there um, as, as a kind of experiment, because I, I like to see how, how how many cars go past before somebody shouts out something to me. And it's usually I'm, I'm assuming, given the calibre of people... Oh, sorry, you're probably just about to say this, so I'll let you continue. No, 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 continue. I was going to say, I'm, I'm assuming it's something incredibly witty, like, huh, you're smoking a pipe. Yeah. Uh, usually, I mean, they go past and go, pipe! <laughs> yes! <laughs> not even as, not, not even as <laughs> articulate as I thought. <laughs> oh, the, the, the one this morning was a guy who went past, well, what the fuck's he doing? What? <laughs> <laughs> or I should say, with the Doppler ship, what the fuck's oh, he doing? <laughs> and then he went into uh, a black hole yeah. and was crushed to death. That would be nice. But yeah, why why do these people do that? I mean, why could, do they see something slightly different yeah. and just go, you pipe step <laughs> yeah. oh, sitting? Perhaps yeah. it was just a special needs person. It might have been, yeah. There's a lot of them about. Yeah. <laughs> well, it seems it, it seems to be only me that's actually read any papers in the past fortnight. <laughs> this this was at the papers, why, why, papers, why? papers. This was also touched upon on on a few different uh, blogs and comedy programs, yeah. but it. It was this bizarre story about this list that they'd come up with for uh, deciding which which jobs we actually needed filling in this country and which we don't, yeah. mm. on deciding mm. on who you're going to let in or not. I'm going down the list. Uh, maths and science teachers, veterinary surgeons, fair enough. Skilled chefs, I'm dubious about. We're frighteningly short of racehorse trainers and ballerinas. Okay. <laughs> God, you need those. Um, Absolutely crucial to have those. Um... <laughs> Hovercraft workers. I didn't even realise we had any hovercrafts left, let alone people to work on them. Maybe they're trying to, Don't. you know, get a resurgence of them because hovercraft, I have to say, are fucking awesome. Oh I, yeah, I love them. They are kind of. I the I went to France on a hovercraft once and it was ace. It was, was so much better than the ferry. I sure it wasn't just a space hopper. Uh, it could have been a really, really big space hopper with a lot I, of seats in it. It was I, about I'd mix those up before. It was about as bumpy as a space hopper, but it was top. It was one of the funniest. The, a trip I've ever done sort of cross channel like that because it was you you jumped you yeah. took off on the waves and oh, sort of bumped good. down Whee. and just every five seconds you'd see someone rather green looking get up leg it to the <laughs> toilets <laughs> make, make a sort of gurgling noise from it and then sort of skulk back to their seats with oh. a rather hang dog expression and then ten seconds later someone else from <laughs> the other, somewhere else on the boat would do it can I say this now people who get seasick pusses yes very much And so. I'm beginning to sound like an American just shock jock now. Yeah, you're a bunch of pusses. Ah, oh, he managed to top uh, <laughs> a visual gag on a friend of mine who was, we were on the ferry over to Ireland. Literally gag. Uh, and she was uh, quite seasick. And she was, she was looking slightly dodgy as it was. 
uh, <laughs> and I said, uh, oh, don't worry about it. All you've got to do is just look at the horizon. It was at night, and you can yeah. just see Hollyhead. Yeah. Um, I know her. And so I said, no, look at the horizon. Just looked at the lights and then saw the sort of railings of the boat go past these lights over <laughs> <laughs> and just ran away very quickly. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, well, I, I thought it was funny. Yeah. Ah, dear me. Uh, apparently the traditional log fire is making a comeback as families grapple with the surging costs of fuel. It would have to be related to that, wouldn't it? Mm. Yeah. Is that from the mail? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Uh, fireplaces that have remained disused and hidden for mm. decades have been reopened in homes across the country. Now, I remember this happening in the 70s and 80s mm. uh, when there was general malaise in the economy. People were just, there were lots of wood burning cells and coal fires going in. And of course, then the the best thing was that uh, the coal companies put the price of coal up because of the demand. <laughs> and nobody could afford that anymore, so they're burning fag packets. Yeah. Um, you know, furniture. Children. Children. Yeah. Dogs. Yeah. Cats. Budges. Grandparents. Grandparents. Their grandparents. Their great great grandparents. They're digging them up. Oh, that bloke's coffin they dug up this week. Oh, him with the flu. Yes. Mm. Which is a, you know bad really, well, to bury him yes. just because he had the flu, but yeah, which is why I probably dig him up. Well, I think he's dead now, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, it was. I watched a program about it, and uh, I was really disappointed because in the program, you, what you want is to open the coffin and see all the bones and the gunk. Yeah, they didn't show you anything on the news. No, and then they just they just cut away to pulling bits of brain mm. out and sticking it in. Yeah, there's yeah, been barely out left of him, surely. Well, you see, it was a lead line coffin, so. Mm, all yeah. the, apparently not much had got to him there was still a reasonable amount left yeah. so, 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 so that's why they chose him to dig up because yeah. they knew it had been a lead lined coffin that they'd uh, so what was this well documented had he been buried for this purpose uh, well, he died <laughs> of the flu yeah. I don't know why particularly they'd buried him in such a robust I coffin I think but probably because of the uh, the, the danger of contagion mm, um, they used to do it back then so uh, I'd, I'd not heard about this other mm. than sort of yeah. seeing it vaguely on a website what, what was it all about well, there were, there were the, the, essentially the, this, this particular, uh, is it Spanish flu? Yeah. It was Spanish it was flu time, yeah. that, that, that laid waste to an entire village, pretty much. Mm. And uh, he was the poshest person in the village, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of them would just have been, you know, chucked into the ground. Um, he was he, he was able to be buried in a nice lead-lined coffin, sealed up. Sadly, the seal had broken, so he was a bit more decayed than mm. expected. But it's quite funny because they, they had the usual um, council health and safety twats. Uh, and as soon as they realised that they they uncovered the seal and saw there was a split in it, and next minute they go, oh, oh yes, what you need to do now is you need to come over here and we need to detoxificate you, and uh, we need to fill in form two B, three B, four B, five B, six B, and seven B, and then set fire to you. And that's what they do. That's it. Yeah, just that because they're cunts. <laughs> because the country that we live in now is run by these cunting fuckwitted twat. Health and safety obsessed, monkey brain, <clears throat> litigian. Just, just, just out of curiosity, avoiding right? cocks, <laughs> cocks, total cocks. Yeah. All red, you know. Start of, out of curiosity, in a sense of irony, what is it your stepdad does? He's a health <laughs> and safety officer. <laughs> but of course, he's exempt from my outrage. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say, does your mum and him listen to this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I'm, I'm, less, I'm less concerned about the people who are simply doing their jobs in that respect. I'm more concerned about the people who misinterpret the, the rules. Yeah. It, the, it, it annoys me when health and safety people that don't really <clears throat> know the law yeah. don't let you do anything 
because they're scared of what might happen That's when it. if you'd actually looked into it there yeah. was no real risk on, on the on the um mm. uh, health and safety executive site this is how exciting i am mm. there is actually a big list just called myths yeah and if you just go through it and it could things like we don't want you know the myth uh, that if you go into office you're not allowed to put christmas lights and things mm. like that anymore mm. is complete bollocks you know you can't, you can't put on christmas decoration complete bollocks providing you're using proper ladder and not stood on a swivel chair yeah, they're not particularly bothered. Mm. You know. But it is. It's lazy health and safety it representatives is. who can't be asked finding out properly. You sort of say, "Oh, can we do this?" And they go, "Oh, no, you can't." Health and safety. Yeah. And like you say, if you look into it, you mm. can. Yeah. It's just they're too fucking lazy to find out whether or not you can, and That's to just... to make sure you do it safely, rather than like you say, have people That's... balancing on one leg in yeah. stiletto heels on a swivel chair. Yeah. And I don't mind the people who um, say, "Don't stick your face into a spinning blade machine." Yeah. Uh, that's not a good idea, and you know, that's the, and and there have to be certain you know <coughs> rules there because of the past and the industrial accidents. It's all mm. pretty horrible, um, but yes, it's those people that uh, really get on my tits. Apparently, we're also short of manual filleters of frozen fish. Now, how difficult would it be to fillet a frozen fish? That's, that's quite difficult. Really difficult. Surprised. Yeah, you'd need a saw. Yeah, that's just stupid. That's a ridiculous idea. I mean, a handsaw, not like a weeping saw. Anyway, did I yeah. miss something? Yeah. I'm still not sure why they dug the fucker up. Oh yes. Why? To, oh, sorry. Do you want to? Do you want I, it's, it's because they, they they still haven't found, as far as I know, a, mm. a, 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 um, any kind of uh, antiviral yeah. treatment for a, this particular plant. Apparently, they, I think they reckoned it was quite a close variant to the flu oh. that is most likely to next be a problem to us. Mm. Uh. And they didn't currently have. They didn't have any samples of it. So they, oh, right, they this, just wanted a sample. They it. dug this guy up to take a bit of him to get a sample of that Spanish flu because they thought it would be right. useful. It was a sample. In, yeah. yeah, they didn't yeah. think that this seventy-year-old dead guy <laughs> would somehow immune to it. No, right. no, he, d- he died. Gotcha. He died of it. It was that what done him in. Fine. Um, so yeah. yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That, I can see that. Yeah, that's that's doctors for you. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure they've got <laughs> loads of funny stories apart from the ones, uh, you know, uh, oh, being dug up. Talking of dead. Yeah. Uh, have you seen this this week about uh, the uh, test that <coughs> they brought in this uh, experiment to decide whether once and for all you can prove that someone has out of body experiences yeah. mm. near death when flatlining yes I, I read that that made me laugh <laughs> yeah. so they're having the, these wonderful rooms where <coughs> there's certain things that you can only see if you're about six foot above <laughs> your own body <laughs> photographs on, on shelves, shelves <laughs> facing upwards yeah <laughs> <laughs> so they get people to describe their experiences. I just want them all to just say you are a twat. <laughs> <laughs> what, monkey float, floaty monkey boy. <laughs> How lovely. <laughs> so that's hospitals for you. Mm. God, I mean the the, the the stories that they must have in hospitals, I tell you. Ah, uh, the mind boggles. Yeah. So has anyone else uh, seen anything funny and or interesting? This week, yes. Well, I mean, the, the, the main, one of the main uh, and most uh, exciting stories this week was mm. was about the woman who rang the nine 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 service mm-hmm. uh, because she'd bought uh, a rabbit mm-hmm. off of the um, I think it was from a paper, local paper, which, which was billed as a floppy floppy eared rabbit, mm. and she purchased it, and it didn't have <coughs> floppy ears. So she, she she decided she was going to ring nine 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 and uh, call the police. <laughs> To try Aww. and get this person arrested. Bless. Well, um, I've seen a picture of the rabbit. It's a lovely little rabbit. Yeah. Lovely little rabbit and little ears. Aww. Quite a sweet little twitchy nose. What point? Did, did she not see the ears when she went to pick it up? Yeah. Why did she... Or did, did, did she get it in a sealed box? <laughs> in a pub. <laughs> Through the post. <laughs> yeah, I opened the box and there was my rabbit. 
but not short little ears. Oh, and it was and it was dead, obviously, because yeah. it had come through the post. But it had short ears, <laughs> and that's what really annoyed me. <laughs> I thought you just uh, picked it up in a public lavatory where it was just slid under the cubicle. <laughs> Shh, there we go. Where's the money? Yeah, you can't be too careful though, because I I think the police nowadays go round slipping rabbits under doors in public toilets and if you take it you get in trouble oh, for I've it I've been a victim of that yes, yeah was, that old, the old rabbit sting yeah i tell you what they do <laughs> it's the teeth I suppose, <laughs> it's isn't it? yeah I'll tell you how stupid do you have to be though to think that you will get some help for dialing 999 or something like that it's just a, a, very stupid I, I can't understand why I, I've, I've only rung 999 once hmm. and that's because I was locked in an office building the alarm was blaring away, and I had no other number <clears> to call the police to tell them that I wasn't a burglar. Yeah. And I had to ring 999 and got put put through to the line, but that's the only time. <laughs> Most of the people who ring like that are obviously fucking idiots. Yes. I? Tell you what, there's some stories out there. <laughs> I bet. Oh, well, coincidentally. Yeah? <laughs> on the subject of stupid people. Yeah. I'd, I'd been talking to a friend of mine about this particular story. Yeah. And uh, she's in the medical profession. Mm. And just from her own experience yeah. and those of people she's talked to, I got at least four <coughs> or five examples of reasons why people either phone 999 or go into casualty. Fantastic. Or, in the first instance, demand an emergency appointment at the doctor because you can't be bothered waiting eight hours. Yeah. Because this woman had woken up in the middle of the night with a bit of a sore throat. Uh. <laughs> and insisted that was enough of an emergency that mm. she wanted to be seen straight away. <laughs> Uh, some of these though really make you worry for the future of the species <laughs> uh, there's a woman who turned up complaining of a rash this is to, yeah. a, this is to A&E mm. yeah. this is a rash that she's been suffering from intermittently for seven years since she had a hysterectomy <laughs> oh. <laughs> and when the poor put upon person in A&E finally says alright then let's have a look at it she says oh it's not there at the moment oh god <laughs> <laughs> God, they should shoot these people in the face. <laughs> Somebody went to a specialist because they had a fungal nail infection. Yeah. So they went to someone who'd made a study for years of this particular problem. Yeah. Been given expert advice, the top medication available, and then went to A&E for a second <laughs> opinion <laughs> to see a half-asleep junior doctor who'd probably <laughs> only even heard of this story, this, <laughs> this uh, condition once <laughs> and uh, been lectured for five minutes on it. Uh. But she didn't have that, whether she just went to a bloke down the street and he went, yeah. you got foot pox, I shall remove it with my hammer. Yeah, I prescribed her a cow dung poultice to put on it. Uh, see what you think of this one, though. This is a um, woman who phoned 999 in the early hours of the morning because yeah. the teenage daughter had fallen down the stairs. Right, okay, did she really hurt herself? A week earlier. Oh, what? <laughs> and for the previous week, well, the, the week yeah. fo- following the <clears throat> fall, had gone to school every single day and been fine. <laughs> <laughs> she went into hospital. Yeah. Unfortunately, according to the story, when she was explaining this to the triage nurse, yeah. the nurse absolutely <laughs> flew off the handle and eventually reduced this mother to tears. <laughs> <laughs> Good, quite yeah. right. So through ranting, I and like yet, to see that. Yeah. And yet, the best I've left the best till last because I still can't get my head round, and I've been trying for twenty-four hours now with this. Yeah. Mm. The woman, woman is important to this. Yeah. Mother, that yeah. is also important. Yeah. Brings in her twelve-year-old daughter to A and E because yeah. her daughter is suffering from vaginal bleeding. Oh no! Oh, dear. Oh, that's appalling. 
How I... fucking ignorant of your own bodily systems yeah. can you be? <laughs> I mean, she's a mother. <clears throat> yes, exactly. Mm. She must have, you know, had at least one period before she was impregnated and it went away forever. Has she not made the connection? <laughs> Obviously not. She just, she, 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 oh, I don't know. It will keep me awake for weeks. <laughs> and I think there really should be some sort of punishment yeah. for this kind of stupidity. I think mm. they should. They're, they're, well, I, I, they should have their children taken away from them, for starters. Well, yeah, I mean, there's the law of wasting police time, so surely wasting other services' time should yeah. be as much of a crime. Quite right. But these are not, I mean, if this were just isolated examples, <clears> fair <throat> enough, but when it comes to gross stupidity, I noticed the, in the star today mm-hmm. um, that uh, Kate Price or uh, Pointless Jordan... Oh, that's it, yes. Top to poll for the nation's favourite reality TV star. Oh. <clears throat> I mean, fine, fair enough. It's only bloody moronic ITV watchers that are voting these things. Yeah. But even so, she is so terrible and so pointless. She should be ignored by every right-thinking well, yeah. person. But but it was reality TV star, so really, it's, you know, it's uh, what else have you <laughs> got to choose from? Don't try and fucking justify it. Yes, you could argue that there shouldn't I mean, even it, be it a poll for it in it the first place. It is akin to saying, what is your favourite type of really nasty disease, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, the only poll that she should be anywhere near should be spinning around in the middle of Stringfellows. Hey! What, like a, a sort of Polish dancer. Yeah. <laughs> a whirling dervish. In, in, yeah. Fez <laughs> <laughs> on. Yeah. So, so, so I've, going, I've just been riding around on Tom's pole. I don't know. Yeah, uh, possibly. It I sounds like he'd up for it, rather. Don't diss the dervishes. That's what I say. Uh-huh. So staying on a, <laughs> on a sort of medical uh, thing. See a headline in the Sun today. Senile have a duty to die to ease NHS burden, says Baroness Wardock, who is 84. What? Says, uh, <laughs> have pen- a duty to yeah, die? Apparently, yeah. Pensioners with dementia should consider ending their lives. Uh, she said, if you're demented, you're wasting people's lives, your family's lives, and you're wasting the resources of the NHS. She's <laughs> essentially saying if you've gone a bit old and gaga, yeah. you should top yourself. Which seems a touch on the harsh side. But as I was about to say, how could you make an, an informed choice about mm. your future if you don't know where you are? Well, exactly, yeah. Or do you think that it's 1927? Mm. Yeah, but I'm, I'm almost know. getting the impression, considering it's a have a duty to, rather than have a right to choose so, she is possibly suggesting that they should just be taken out and shot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, um, two weeks' time, the, yes. the new um, Jonathan Harvey show starts on Thursday nights oh, on is it? BBC I bet, Two. I bet that will be super. I think it'll be great. Yeah. called Beautiful People. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, I saw it trailed, actually. Yes. I didn't know that was his when I saw yes. the trailer. It did. I did, in all honesty, when seeing the trailer, think, oh, that looks quite good. I'll yeah. watch that. Yes. So, about, a, about a whoopsie boy yeah. growing up. <clears> you are still a kiss arse, though. Yeah, OK. I'm sure it will be good, <laughs> too. Good. Even though I keep forgetting who he is. <laughs> Said with I'm sure sincerity. it'll be fantastic. It's him. It's him who we've talked about before. Oh, him! Yeah. Would you like, oh, would you like your cocoa bringing around now? Yeah. No, oh no! I, I, I think you have a you have a duty to do yourself in because you're clearly losing it a bit. <laughs> you're a burden on us and your family and the NHS and the world of podcasting. <laughs> Good. The world <laughs> of podcasting. Yeah. Mm. Ooh, I have something that might get uh, Martin riled. Uh, about these new. Uh, I'm just going to get a packet of Doritos now. Mm, Doritos. Oh, okay. <laughs> Is that your snack of preference when your <laughs> blood's getting angry up? Oh, mm. yeah. Yeah, carry on. 
Uh, anyway, talking about the, it's very difficult because we've had problems with this before. That there are currently two new Sherlock Holmes films. Yes. Proposed. One of them. Yeah. Um, with Robert Downey Jr. Mm. as Holmes is going to have uh, Jude Law as Watson. Yes. And mm-hmm. uh, it's saying Holmes will be a skilled swordsman, and there will be a gangland theme. Yeah, I can see that. Whatever. Don't mind that. Um, but Richie, this is the guy Richie one. Richie said, I Jesus. came to the character when I, uh, through the books when I was young. Uh, there's quite a lot of intense action sequences in the stories, and sometimes that hasn't been reflected in the movies. I don't know what fucking home <laughs> stories he was reading. <laughs> dun, 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 it certainly wasn't chasers. the same ones as I was. <laughs> I, mean, I, suppose, I suppose the steamboat launch uh, was quite well written. Uh, the chase down the Thames after... Uh, as, as exciting as a chase small. at 30 miles an hour <laughs> can be. <laughs> That, that was, I've told you. I've told, I think we talked about this, but I don't think we talked about it in the podcast. Mm. But there were the, the differences between two uh, film adaptations of of Holmes, um, and the, the first one was one with the brilliant uh, Ian Richardson in, which was made for an American market, and it was the sign of the four. Oh, sorry, sign of four. Sorry, I do apologise. Don't don't write him. Um, <laughs> uh, Stephen Fry's listening. He won't be happy. <laughs> no, he will. He will kill me. Um, and there is, as I said, there's the the steamboat launch chase going along the uh, the, the Thames at the end. And in the um, American produced one with with the wonderful Ian Richardson, old off our cap, um, it was like and then they caught up with him. But in the uh, wonderful Jeremy Brett one, it was probably the more realistic <laughs> of the two. Realism. <laughs> yes. And I'm certainly never seen a steam launch go like that. <laughs> yeah. Imagine with their side-on shots with people walking along the, the, uh, the embankment going faster than them. Waving. Yeah. <laughs> that was John Thor there going past. <laughs> oh, I love that. Macabax piece, apparently. I'm reading here that uh, Paul Paul McCartney believes his controversial concert in Israel could spread peace in the region. Yeah, I'm I'm sure that's all they've been missing all these years, with the number of people that have been killed and everything. Yeah. What they've really been uh, missing, to source it all out, is a concert by someone uh, who was mm. possibly good a while ago. But you have to put it in perspective. You have to put it in perspective, uh, Mm. considering that the person actually charged with trying to bring peace to the region is Tony Blair. Oh, yes. Now look. <laughs> was his catchphrase? That, that great. was very good. <laughs> it's like it's like Rory Bremner is in the room with us. <laughs> Hello, I'm Rory Bremner. Oh, this this really really annoyed me this week. Um, James Bond fans fury at worst ever 007 tune, and it's always sad, oh, right. sad bloody pedantic fans. In but that, uh, Simpsons comic store. Yeah, guy. Yeah. Worst Bond oh, yeah. theme worst, ever. Worst theme ever. <laughs> uh, and and the point is, is, they said that about the one that Madonna did. Oh yeah, um, yeah, that was shit. Was Die another day. Oh, I yeah. like that one. And yeah, the film. All uh, film... oh, right, it wasn't that bad. But it I was like a bit, the yeah. I like the production on that. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, but that's not the point. <laughs> Whenever another one comes out that yeah. is just a bit different, <laughs> all the fans say, "Ah, it's the worst one ever. It's oh, going to yeah. be shit." And Die another day was the highest grossing one to that point. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> it makes no difference at all. Mm. But for the most part, they're usually wrong anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah. What they mean is. It's not the same as all the others. Well, especially given that nothing produced in the last 20 or so years will be as bad as the man with the golden gun anyway. (laughs) So saying it is the worst one ever is just naive. Did you watch that programme about that? Well, all the Bond films. 
And uh, they were saying yes, pr- did actually. Yeah, well, they pretty much knocked out the man with the golden gum theme in an afternoon. Yeah, it they, does show because <laughs> they'd run out. They, they just didn't have one, and yeah. they, were, they were actually going to start duplicating the film. <laughs> <laughs> and poor old Arthur, well, not what, um, and Morris Binder was waiting there to do the titles. Yeah, and he had nothing to put, no music to put with. Uh, but actually, watching all the the extras on those mm. sort of seventies and early eighties Bond releases. Mm. Mm. It's amazing to find out that all they did, the first thing that they even thought of when they were going to make a new one was, where in the world can we go? Where is going to be entertaining yeah. for us as producers and directors <laughs> yeah. to go? Right. <laughs> Thailand. We've not done Thailand. Are the yeah. casinos there? Yes, could be there are casinos. <laughs> right. We're off to fucking Thailand. Someone come up with a plot. <laughs> that was great. Yeah, I mean, yep. <laughs> that was the first thing they decided on. Genius. What? Anybody should listen, watch those films and listen to the uh, commentary that mm. Roger Moore does on his own. Yeah. <laughs> And half the time, well, more than half the time, he's not talking about anything to do with Bond. He's just rambling on. But they're absolutely <laughs> fascinating. And the one from uh, Man with the Golden Gun, mm. he's talking about uh, the, the, they had to film a casino in, uh, sorry, a scene in one of these casinos. Mm. It's the one with the little sort of um, droopy down things carrying the money. That oh yeah, go down between yeah. floors. Yeah. And he said uh, when they were between takes, all all the cast and crew were off gambling, and Cubby was going around <laughs> giving them shit. Don't, oh, don't yes. waste your own money here. That's have some of that. this. Wow. <laughs> oh, what a lovely guy. A nice bloke. Hey. Hey. And we're back, more champagne. Not what we've been anyway. Um, well, you have. Really I've, been, I've, been, I've been at the other side of the room. Yeah. There was a um, piece uh, on the BBC site today yeah. um, talking about Uganda's ethics and integrity minister mm. saying miniskirts mini should be banned uh, because women wearing them distract drivers and cause traffic accidents. And I'm sure this was wow. put up as an article that was meant to be sort of like sneered at mm, and yeah. how dare he say this. But to be honest, I, I walk into things when I'm just a pedestrian through <laughs> gazing at women in short skirts. <laughs> so I think this is possibly a very good idea. I do know somebody, um, a, a gay friend, um, who actually did run into an outpost when he saw a bloke in, in cut-off jean shorts and really? no top. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is... Uh, no, I think I'd like to tell that to the police or to the insurance company. Yeah. And what accident caused by arousal? <laughs> <laughs> well, I suppose we're coming to that point of the podcast where we should be looking at a twat of the week. I think mm, it's about that time, isn't it? Shall we go? Yeah. Let's. In the end, it turned out it was just custard. (laughs) 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 Anyway, that doesn't explain the smell, though. No, no, nothing ever did. (laughs) Someone hit Martin. He's stuck. There we go. So it's uh, it's time for twat of the week. So anyone want to go first, or shall I pick one of you at random? Yeah, pick one of us at random. I like it. I'll let you take it. Tom, you can go first. Cool. Uh, well, my my twat uh, is actually been mentioned already, um, but Neil Edmonds got himself into the newspapers this week, uh, protesting, I suppose towards the BBC, but it's mainly towards the people that enforce the license, the yeah. licensing fee. Um, now, apart from the fact that no one should really be grudge paying the TV license, 
Absolutely not. Much as many people might try and get out of it. Well. And, you know, I may have been guilty of this in the past myself, <laughs> but now I can afford it. I pay it. Fair enough. Yes, and I. But I don't think they really enforce it that much. Because no. I remember being in the same address for two years, being constantly sent letters, and it never actually came around and demanded money with menaces. <laughs> yeah. But this was his point. He, he mm. decided he was going to stop uh, his uh, payment for his TV licence yeah. and withdraw it uh-huh. uh, in protest at the heavy-handed techniques that the uh, BBC are using. Right, OK. Ah. Now, this, apart from the fact that it makes him a bit of a twat yes, for yes, slightly putting the boot into the BBC just because he's a bit bitter about still having his crinkly yeah. bottom cancelled. Yeah. doesn't work there anymore. Yeah. The BBC, or the licensing authority, then hit back saying, well, actually, according to our computer, he's, he's, he's still up to date and has paid it. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, no, 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 I haven't. I'm making this protest. And they said, no, no, we, we don't want any money off <laughs> you. <laughs> Stays here, you so he's just got this very sort of childish to and fro now. What a cock. Well, that's it. as I found out myself with a TV license, mm. I, I um, because they, they, they started trying to take the money out of the wrong bank account, so I, I cancelled the direct debit. But and they sent a letter saying, "Oh, you paid up until October, so you actually pay up quite yeah. far in advance." Yeah. Before they actually start demanding <coughs> any more money, so you could have actually just stopped a direct debit, for instance, mm. if he's so cheap. Um, and What's wrong it, with using a direct debit? Nothing. If, if he's a millionaire, so he should he shouldn't need to. He should be able to pay it in one lump sum. Yeah. He should pay it in gold. And that's it. I, I miss those days with uh, John Cleese doing the adverts in the style of the uh, what did the Romans do for us? Mm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, for for his childish antics mm. and probably trying to make a post protest and get some publicity, but after having not actually cancelled his license, yeah. uh, Noel gets my uh, my vote for Twat of the Week. Okay. Well, you set the bar pretty high there. What are you going to do to get over it, Martin? Uh, I'm going to uh, nominate uh, J.K. <coughs> Rowling mm-hmm. um, because she's just given a million pounds to the uh, uh, New Labour Party mm-hmm. uh, which is just going to be eaten in the, uh, their massive debt of 33 million which uh, was caused by them having to give money back to lots of dodgy people <laughs> which <laughs> you can't help but laugh at or um, in the case of Bernie Eccleston just one dodgy person <laughs> yeah. that's it actually the people themselves weren't particularly dodgy it was just uh, their particular way of going round it but yes you gave them a million pounds um, because uh, of their history or their uh, work on uh, child poverty. Child poverty. Child <laughs> 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 poverty. Indeed. <laughs> uh, now I, I've looked at the figures. Yeah. And do you know how how since uh, Labour came to uh, <clears throat> power, do you know how effective they have been in eradicating child poverty or hmm. even reducing it? Hmm. I don't know, Martin. How effective have they been in working to eradicate child poverty? Child <laughs> poverty. <laughs> One percent reduction. Awesome. Did she not think, if she was that interested in child mm. poverty, that she could have just split this million pounds up yes. into I don't know twenty thousand pound chunks yeah. and just given it to poor families with children? Awesome. And that probably yeah. would have done more to conquer child poverty <laughs> than donating a million to the Labour Party to spunk up yeah. the wall on rubbish. Or, or create bursaries for universities, yeah. that sort of thing. You know, just just stuff that's going to help. Would actually do stuff. Granted, yeah. it will be only helping the brighter ones, but you know, that's that's you know, so yeah, the ones that deserve most help. Yes, I think mm. so. Mm. But yes, that's uh, that's the uh, uh, so yes, for, for, and, and of course because New Labour is falling to pieces anyway, it does seem to be like putting a plaster on a massive gunshot wound to the head. Yeah, <laughs> um, she should really be looking at an alternative, perhaps political party. I'm not suggesting any because this isn't a political podcast. I'm not. I'm, I'm generally 
take the centre ground in politics. I'm a wishy-washy liberal. I would happily see the Liberal Democrats put into power. Mm. But uh, I no. don't want to bring in those thirty-pound <laughs> OAP pensions <laughs> <laughs> that Nick Clegg thinks exist. Yeah. <laughs> you know, one fuck up on an yeah. interview, and that's it. That's going to be with him for five years. Now. <laughs> stupid, stupid <laughs> bastard. <laughs> Well, they need a new leader, don't they? They need an alcoholic in charge. Yeah. Mm. Or a drug addict. One of those two. Yeah. Or both. So, yeah. so anyway, that's uh, that's my little uh, twat of the week thing. Right. Well, I shall retire and consider them. was a very very tricky one that was probably the trickiest one i've had to decide um obviously we've seen two landmark achievements in the field of twattishness uh but i think this week i'm, I'm really going to have to uh, consider it uh, a more of a a lifetime achievement award in the field of twattery because uh, much as jk rowling has recently in that case been a bit of a twat you know noel edmonds has been constantly raising the bar of twattishness throughout pretty much his whole whole career so this week it's going to have to go with Tom I think oh. hey. get the fuck in hey. there you go as, as a magnanimous loser I shall supply, supply today's champagne hey good old <laughs> good on you yeah. there you go uh, and as a magnanimous winner I'm now going to back up partly what Noel was saying <laughs> from right. my own uh, experiences with the uh, TV licensing authority because yeah. the first time that I moved into a house of my own. Yes. I, was, mm. I was renting, but it was renting a house. Even before council tax <laughs> got something through my door, the yeah. first thing I got demanding money was the TV licence. Oh, yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> that moved is in how here. on the ball they are. Mm. Yes. When I moved in here, it was the same. It said to the occupier. <laughs> Still, you know, that's efficient. That's good. But that's what how put they me should off it be. Was, I, they'd said, this is what you owe. You could be fine if you don't have a licence. Mm. Oh, said I. Fair enough. Don't want anything like that to happen to me. Did mm. you do it in the Robert Robinson style? Oh, said I. Oh, said I. <laughs> ah, would that it were. Phoned up. Phoned up the number on the sheet. Uh, <laughs> we are the Robert Robinson. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they said, uh, right, you uh, you owe us uh, this amount of money, yeah. whatever it was, 110, mm. 115 quid, yeah. and we'll take it out in equal chumps if you want to do it by direct debit. And yeah. I yeah. was like, yeah, fair enough, give them my details. And uh, <coughs> found out that... It was. This was in uh, sort of September. Yeah, they were taking out in equal chunks until the end of the year for an entire year's worth of TV license. They do not, that, yeah. as I thought, the amount of year left that I had to go. Yeah. At the point uh, where I found that out, I stopped it and s- decided they could go fuck themselves. <laughs> <laughs> so they they wanted the whole year. They years wanted worth the whole year's worth for the four months that there was left in the year. And that wouldn't have covered you from September to September. No, 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 no. I would have owed again from January. Oh, that's crap. Wow. Yeah, that, that's that's, that's, that's got to be a mistake though, because I don't I don't pay on the New Year break. Yeah, no, I no. pay at some arbitrary point during the year. That and may it have changed me for now. a twelve-month period. That may have changed now, but that is how it yeah. was. That's certainly how it was then, and that was how it was Blimey. described to me. That is an absolute yeah. disgrace. I think it has certainly changed now. But as, as I was thinking. <laughs> As I often do, now I'm finally paying it. <laughs> yeah. I was watching BBC Four the other day when I was oh, watching I love uh, BBC Four. The, mm. the lovely recording of the final. I'm sorry, I haven't. Yes, I was watching that. I've, I've got it on my uh, box. I'm yeah. thinking, yeah, 
BBC Four is worth the license fee just it on is. its own. Yeah. Whereas BBC Three, that and Radio Four. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's good for Doctor Who Confidential, but they could move that to BBC Four without any. Yeah, I think BBC Three is it's like it's sort of BBC Four's special younger brother, isn't it? It is. It's, 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 a, it's oh, it tries, even fair. though it can barely tie its own shoelaces. Yeah. It's what? What do we have? Load. Well, yes. Yeah, so in the old days, you used to try comedy out on the radio, yeah. and, and it didn't cost them much to do, just the use of the BBC mm. um, radio theatre. you stand there, you'd record your comedy. Uh, if it was good enough, and it had you know, passed its exams, yeah. and gone, big, gone to big school, uh, then they would, they would uh, perhaps pop a pilot late at night onto the BBC, and if yeah. that did well, then you'd get a series. Nowadays, it seems to go bypass the radio altogether, and go straight to BBC Three. Yeah. And it's usually bloody awful. Yeah, I tell. Oh, what did I watch the other day? I saw because I thought the trailer made it look reasonably good. The wrong door. That's that's something that. Reminds, yeah. I I can only assume it was mistitled and it should have been called the wrong script. <laughs> and they were actually reading off some first draft that got chucked in the bin yeah. for being fucking rubbish. Oh, yeah. Because it was god awful, and it had people in it who really should have known oh, better. Yeah. Is it Linda? Not. Oh, are we um, talking about lab rats again? <laughs> just you, I've, I've, you just don't understand comedy, <laughs> do you? You wouldn't let it. La- Sorry, that's, that's yeah. somebody else. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, it had um, is it Bellman in it? Um, who was in uh, Gina of, Bellman? Gina yeah. Bellman's in it. Yeah, and, and had numerous other. Oh yeah, people who have been in far better things. Guy, guy, guy from the Penny Dreadfuls is in there. But one guy from Penny Dreadfuls. Oh, right. I forget his name at the moment. But ah. yeah, so yeah, I mean, it looked like they'd taken. They, they, it was it was exactly like the first. Well, perhaps first three are the the remakes of the Star Wars films. But mm. they got an awful lot of special effects. Yeah. And very little no story or material. <laughs> no, yeah. That's it. They're just relying entirely on these these computer generated effects. Mm. Some of which are funny. But oh. yeah, the the funny ones are few and far yeah, between. And generally speaking, they're funny gags that would have worked. Yeah. The bits that are funny probably would have been funny on a lot less budget. Yeah, it's almost like that's the truth about comedy, is if it's funny, it's going to be funny anyway. But yeah. what, what we were saying before <laughs> before we started the podcast, we were talking yeah. about the, the late and sold of Mr. Jeffrey Perkins. Yes. Mm. Uh, who, as a producer, mm. you know, as we, we were discussing between us, was obviously someone who could look at the yeah. script and say, yeah. sorry, that's shit, or sorry, <clears> that's good. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and... I think to to a great extent that's what the problem is in the BBC. A lot of shows are going out with producers that really don't know what's funny or what's not. Yeah, because no, they've been right. trained up by some arcane system that the BBC yeah. just brought in to be sort of very efficient producers without actually any idea that's of it. what's going to be amusing to the viewing public. Yeah, uh, here's my advice to to the listening and viewing public: if you want good comedy, I mean really good comedy, really sort of well put together comedy, listen to Radio Four. Yep, or, or BBC Seven, of course, with the, with the repeats. Yeah. Because it's all there. I mean, it's, it's it's stuff like oblique expectations, which will never ever be on television. Because you, if you put it on television, you just destroy it. Yeah, it wouldn't work. Um, you know, um, Ed Reardon's Week, things like that. You know, absolute mm. lovely, lovely. Uh, yes, again, if you put Ed Reardon's Week on television, you completely destroy it as well. <laughs> but it's it's just this beautiful the, the comedy. Should be about language. It should be about the spoken word. Mm. Which is why you could you could quite happily put on an episode of Yes Minister, Yes Prime Minister. Just turn the television off and just listen to it through the speakers. Yeah. And you've still got a funny show. Yeah. You don't even need to and see the hilarious could, could you do that with the wrong script? Could you? No. Bollocks. No. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, I was, I was so what watching Spooks Code 9. Oh, God. Yet another yeah. wrong script yeah. show. Yeah. But I, it was making... I love. I quite like the show. And you, I don't know what kudos are doing these days. 
I think some the, the people who are really good in the Kudos uh, productions are must be spreading themselves too thinly or something. Mm. That's all I can think. Because I mean, they made they made uh, Life of Mars, they made uh, Spooks, yeah. and they made uh, Hustle. All damn good. Yeah. yeah. Um, but but um, like Ashes to Ashes. Meh. Meh. Yeah, all right. It was all right. That's it. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't terrible. That's it. Uh, Bone Kickers. Fuck me. I've never watched it purely because I don't need to watch it to formulate a full opinion because of the textual commentary you send me when it's on. <laughs> I'm, I'm and that has just put me off going anywhere near it. I, I, will, I will explain to the listeners that I am a very sad man. So when, I, when I'm by myself in the evening uh, at home, I do, to make myself feel as if friends are here, I do text everybody what exactly what I'm doing at every single moment. <laughs> it's it's kind of like my, my phone has a life blog facility. Hmm. Where every text that I send is, and any photos that I send are kind of put into a kind of timeline <laughs> so that I can just sit there and just uh. look at how tragic I am through it. <laughs> Yet more photos of me holding a piece of ham and going, mm, mm. I've got a piece of ham. I heart ham. <laughs> Does anyone else love <laughs> ham? It, yes. <laughs> and then um, it's, it's, it's heartening to know how many times I don't get any reply whatsoever. <laughs> I'm going to shut another one for Martin. Apparently, he likes ham now. <laughs> And oh, wanking really? for some reason. <laughs> yeah. um, See, in days gone by when I, when I was very poor, uh, I'd occasionally have no credit on my phone and wouldn't reply to texts. Yeah. Now I have that many text me- messages uh, you know, available to me. Yeah. I mm. could always reply. So you can always gauge <laughs> how good your text to me has been. If you don't get a reply, it was shit. <laughs> I generally don't care. Because I, I, I've got unlimited text anyway, so yeah. I just send them. Like, oh, why not? Because um, it makes me feel... Cool. <clears throat> Although we haven't mentioned the text I got from my friend Rick. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes, yes. I remember you mentioning that. Uh, which I've what deleted. Was that? What was that then? If someone's got it. Uh, I think I probably got it on my I've phone. I've still actually. got it on here, actually, yeah. Oh, it's technology marvellous. Yeah. Duplicates of everything. This is the, this is the sound of phoning. Oh, well, no, I think I've got rid of it as well. It'll be on mine because I've. So I've got the N95 8GB, which stores about 1,000 texts. I don't know. I think mm. I, did, I did a bit of spring cleaning and cleaned it off. Sorry. As it were. Uh, God, this, this is fucking thrilling podcasting, isn't it? <laughs> I'm just going through some of the, mine here. The noise of someone watching two other people well, look through the I, inbox I, I, on I'm, their I'm, just, I'm just going to read some of mine out. Tom here <laughs> saying, do you know where the giraffe ointment is? Um... Oh, well, hang on, I've got a picture one from you here. <laughs> Apparently, you also like cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Lisa's got chocolate poisoning. Um, yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, right. Dun, 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 dun. Um, oh, yes, and uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber wants to come around for tea next week. Uh, Does he? You can fit him in there. Yeah. <laughs> As it were. Um, yes. Uh, oh, how was how was the burlesque thing that you were doing? To were we performing? It was very good, actually. No, I wasn't. I was I was just in the audience watching. Okay. Well, did they do proper burlesque where they told filthy jokes? Um, there wasn't much in the way of filthy jokes actually, because they've changed the compare. Unfortunately, the last oh. one they had was a was a very good uh, drag queen called Lady J, who was particularly funny and did do filthy jokes between the dancey acts. Um, but they have a have a new a new compare who was um. You know, she she tried her best, bless, oh, well. but she wasn't as funny well, as, I'll, I'll as the old a, one was. I'll put a frock on and go down. I can sure tell some yeah 
Something. I think Tom's found it on his phone. Have you found it? Uh, I found it on Martin's phone. What did it say? No, <laughs> You've just ruined the illusion now, haven't you? Uh, this was what mm. I got. Why didn't, you just, why didn't you just go round to all the listeners' houses and piss on them directly? <laughs> Master of no. magic, spells and illusion, Mandrake. <laughs> oh, dear. Apparently, um, HBOS's Howard, Howard Brown is said to be upset by the merger announced today. Uh, with Lloyd's, uh, Lloyd's TSB uh, but it's good news for the marketing budget as both corporate identities are now black with a long face hey, hey. Yeah. I we have to credit Richard Sunderland for that Richard Sunderland okay. if anyone else comes up with that same joke he got <laughs> there first yeah. don't worry it's on my phone I know there can I, <laughs> can I just check did you say H boss H H boss H boss yeah H rather than H I can't remember H, H boss oh, I probably said H I probably H- said H, H. I thought I thought you said H, oh, I said which H, is but a I've kickable offence. I've got a bit of a cough, and the next word was Howard, so I was probably getting ahead of myself. Yeah, all right, I'll let that one go. <laughs> the, the H- just H- I got ahead of myself with Howard at H boss. H boss. H boss. H boss. H boss. H boss. Yeah, oh, dear to me. I tell you what, I thought the secret of good comedy was saying the same thing over and over in a variety of silly voices. Well, it's, it, 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 it works for Harry Enfield. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh crikey. Bit of satire there. There we go. I think. Well, I think we've come to the end, don't you? We have. Well, before that, I was uh, I was going to point out one story I'd seen on the BBC News website. Yep. Yeah. That apparently that would fit well with uh, certainly me and Martin. I'm not sure how. I think you're more of a coffee man, Tom. But mm-hmm. apparently drinking tea, so scientists say, is actually better for you than drinking water. Oh, that's good. Which is a bloody good thing too. So uh, yes, hurrah, hurrah for tea, hurrah for the oh. British tradition of drinking it lots. Jolly good. And, and so, uh, I, we know a song about that, don't we? I think, think we do know a song about that. Yes. Shall we have a listen to it now? I think we should do. Yes. Uh, from all of us here at the Gentleman's Review. Bye-bye! Drink tea It makes you feel all light and happy Drink tea Because it makes your life less crappy Nice tea Better than a cup of coffee Ooh, it's grand With a plate of biscuits or a Victoria sponge Or a Spam sandwich Yes, it's the nicest thing Ever to be invented Better than the golf ball Which is indented Or Charles Manson Who was demented And made lots of nice people dead Drink tea, it tastes better than ambrosia or toffee. Drink tea, it shits upon a cup of coffee. Nice tea, whether Indian, Welsh or Chinese, sing your praises for every variety, apart from herbal or vanilla and raspberry. Yes, it's the nicest thing. Ever to be invented better than the golf ball Which is indented Or Charles Manson Who was demented And made lots of nice people dead
That was a Gentleman's Review podcast presented by Martin Wolfenden, Andrew Wilson and Tom Stringfellow. It was produced by the severed head of John the Baptist. For more information about this podcast, go to www.thegentlemansreview.com. Thank you.